0: The Big Rab Show Podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice, with many bands around the world playing G1 products, including two-time world champions in Vararian District. So check out G1Reads.com as they keep the lights on here on the Big Rab Show Podcast. Hello there, everyone, and welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast, episode 280. Wow! <laughs> yeah, how are you folks? Hope you're all keeping well out there on podcast land, and yes, you guessed it. The topic of this week's podcast is a full wrap-up of everything that happened at the British Championships. What an event. We've got a lot to unpack there. And <laughs> yeah, as you can guess, there'll be a lot of news and updates and stuff as well, because... uh yeah, the past couple of shows, we haven't been able to catch up with the news and whatnot. So yeah, this week we've got quite a bit of it to catch up with. Yeah, so we'll get into all of that. But first of all, by way of introduction, is this, if, if this is your very first ever Big Rab Show podcast, then you are welcome. We are the show for the bagpipe and folk, reflecting everything in the bagpipe and world, be it Celtic music, folk music, or indeed our bread and butter, which is competitive piping and drumming. Each and every week we talk about what we know and love to be the music of the great Highland bagpipe and its people. Now, like every other podcast out there, we do have a means for you to help support the show. So if you do like what you're listening to, or even what you see from anything that we produce online, you can support the show by going over and checking out our Patreon page. There's links to it right now in your show notes, so depending on where you're listening to us, you can check us out on the show notes, and there's links to uh, all everything, I suppose. Uh, you can also check out our Patreon, like I said, which has tons of extra content. So... If you do like what you hear here, and you maybe want to get your hands on some exclusive stuff that's just for Patreon-only subscribers, then head over there. Click on support, and yeah, help support us, and you get your hands on tons of extra stuff. Now, I have to say a huge thank you to everyone who messaged in following last week's podcast, uh, which brought you an on-the-ground report from Banger, which was... Yeah, just an absolute joy to put together. I have to say that, again, the podcast doesn't really put it across just how quite emotional a day it was. Um, seeing the music back again, seeing all of our amazing musicians back on the grass again, honestly, was such a special moment. And I don't think really that, again, the podcast fully captured that. Uh, you know, I did believe that, you know, we captured the thing, you know, it was exciting to be back, and loads of people were there with families, with young kids, and it was just brilliant from that point of view. But the emotion of it all was just overwhelming for some people. Now, I'm not going to throw people under the bus here or anything, but uh, during this salute to the Chieftain, you know, when everyone plays and Laddie and that at the very end, there was actual people in the crowd who were crying, and... This was a real emotional trigger for a lot of people who hadn't heard that tone in a long time. And myself included, if I'm honest, I got swept up in it all too. As I was listening to the Grade 1 performances in person, it was all I could do to keep that lump in my throat. You know what I mean? (laughs) It was kind of emotional. Uh, So, yeah, listening to Grade 1 bands in person again... In fact, listening to all great bands in person again, it was just so special. And um, yeah, it's one of the things I regret that we didn't really bring across well enough, I suppose, in last week's episode. Uh, so yeah, quite an emotional day, I think, for all involved. Um, yeah, a special return to piping and drumming. Now, I have to say, we did get some hater mail following last week's episode. Um, some people didn't like it. And we're like, come on, Rab, where's Listener Mail? Where's Word of the Week? Where's Weekly Drone? All that stuff. And, yeah, I guess, you know, we do like to bring these specialist episodes every now and again when we have the opportunity. And we did think that this was such a huge event, seeing Piping and Drumming returning again, that we should cover it. So, for those folks out there who didn't appreciate last, last week's pod, well... Hey, it is what it is. <laughs> we, we made an editorial decision, I guess. Uh, so, yeah, we'll just add that into the banks of hater mail. And who knows, it may well be on a future episode. <clears throat> so be warned, if anyone did send in some hater mail given off about last week's podcast, then, uh, yeah, your email well may well make a future show. <laughs> Yeah, that's by way of a forewarning. However, I have to say, there were quite a number of messages of support as well. Of people who really enjoyed it. uh, All the performances and stuff. And of course, the results and everything at the end. Trying to capture as much atmosphere as possible. It was just brilliant. So thank you to everyone who sent in all those kind messages saying about how great it was. So thank you. Really appreciate it. Now, how can you get in touch with the podcast? Well... Yeah, let's get into it. But the start of every episode we do like to open the doors to listener mail, and this week we are back to normal. Yes, I'm back in the studio again. I'm not out in the grass, so normal service has been resumed. We are opening the doors to listener mail again. Our email address, as always, is bigrabshow at gmail.com. That address again, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Now, our listener mail this week, again, I have to say, was all about organizations for future episodes. And we've got some real special ones coming your way. uh, But also, yeah, basic commentary on everything that's been produced over the last few weeks. uh, With some people loving it and some people hating it. So thank you everyone uh, for your valuable feedback. Now there was one such email that drew our attention. And this came in from Christopher. He said, hey Rob, just a random thought. The Pipe and Center released a string of recordings in 1987 called the Recital Series. I do, do remember this. Apparently, it consists of recitals by some of super-renowned soloists at the time. These recordings are amazing, as most of your listeners most likely already know. Yeah, I'm aware of them now, Christopher. Yeah, I'm actually going to have to go back and listen to these. There you are. So he goes on to say, Wouldn't it be great to see it all done again with some of our new contemporary soloists today? Absolutely, I would agree. He goes on, he says, "Uh, We know there's plenty of amazing pipers to choose from. Anyway, just a random thought or suggestion Love the pod, keep up the great work Christopher, thank you Christopher for mailing that in And yeah, I am aware of uh, the recital series But that, yeah, I was about 17 whenever they were done And uh, I'm going to have to dig through the archives to see if I could find those I do remember them being recorded and it was quite a coup at the time uh, Where you can actually go and listen to these So yeah, a fantastic idea uh, for the piping centre to do something like this But I have to say, I do know that the folks there at the National Piping Centre are insanely busy at the moment. Obviously, they're gearing up for one of the biggest festivals of the year, Piping Live. Yeah, and hopefully we should get an announcement on that soon about the lineup and everything. Uh, But yes, they're putting together Piping Live at the moment. As well as working diligently uh, with the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland. I do see a lot of activity there. Uh, Plus we've had various different album launches and stuff held at the Pipe and Centre. And I think uh, actually this week we've got quite a bit of news coming from the Pipe and Centre. So yeah, they're incredibly busy over there. But uh, Christopher, definitely a very good suggestion. And I yeah, I would challenge the folks at the Pipe and Centre. I do know a good number of them listen to the show. Uh, Maybe revisit the recital series Yeah, I think that could be worthwhile looking at. Definitely an interesting idea, Christopher, for sure. There you are. So, yeah, to the folks at the National Piping Centre, perhaps revisit the recital series and uh, yeah, record some of our more contemporary soloists. That could be quite an interesting one. There you are. Okay, well, other than that, the rest of our listener mail and stuff, like I said, has mostly been commentary on recent episodes. Uh, Some people loving it and some people... Not so much, but hey, we can't please everyone as we're finding doing this podcasting lark. With 280 episodes in the can after this one, I think, yeah, we've kind of come to the conclusion that no matter what we do, we're not going to please everyone. So we're just going to try and please ourselves and make as good a show as possible and that's all we can ever ask for here in the Big Rab Show (laughs) so there you go if you do have any comments queries or suggestions like that one from Christopher then please do email us in as always our email address bigrabshow at gmail.com that's our email address alrighty let's move on and yes you guessed it it's that time of the week again it's time for word of the week For word of the week here on the Big Show Podcast, <music> failure. <laughs> yes, this week's word of the week is uh, yeah, probably a no-brainer for a lot of folk listening right now. Failure. Mm, yeah, and we'll probably get into the reasons why <laughs> we've chosen that word in this week's news. Uh, but let's just say that there's a lot that you can learn from failure. Now, people look at failure always as being a negative thing. Now, over the past few weeks, we've had some competitions... ...and bands have placed in the top spot... ...and bands have placed in the bottom spot. And a lot of those musicians would see that as a failure. But, frankly, I'm going to disagree. Anyone who places bottom in a competition... ...obviously, it's not great. It's not the best thing. It's not the reason you get out of bed that morning... ...to come flat last in a competition... However, failure in itself should be seen as an opportunity. And, yeah, believe it or not, from failure you can learn an awful lot. (laughs) Let's face it, whenever we're competing and we have judges out there with clipboards and everything, in order to place a band in last place, they have to write stuff on that sheet that they present you at the end of the competition to justify why they put you last they should be recording on there what issues they heard on your band that particular day. Was it a tuning issue? Was it an integration between the snare line and the pipes? Was there, a, It was. I don't know, was there mistakes that people play the wrong tune or something? You know, they have to have something down on that adjudication sheet to tell you why your band didn't finish in first place, but rather came in bottom place. So there you are. I have to say through failure you can learn an awful lot Um, and if anything through a lot of our conversations over the course of the pandemic it was one thing that we heard from musicians that they were severely lacking they were practicing away sure over the pandemic and playing away at home however they weren't getting that active feedback from people who were actively judging their playing and uh, yeah some musicians really thrive on that being given Feedback on their playing and giving things to work on. You know, you can maybe you know improve on that second part of the reel there. It's just not right. And perhaps, you know, you're missing your tackums there. It's, they're just not coming in properly. You know what I mean? Having that active feedback from a judge sometimes can be incredibly valuable. And that can only be gained through failure. Now, I'm not going to blow my trumpet here, but I have been part of a band that has been successful. And whenever your band is placing in top spot every week you do start to wonder, well, surely not everything's perfect. There has to be a flaw somewhere. And if you're, you know, finishing in top spot every week, lifting that top prize, you do wonder to yourself, well, there's going to be a chink in the armor somewhere here. And we are going to fall down eventually. But when the judges aren't telling us what's wrong, then how do we learn? So it's a difficult thing to kind of gauge. Success is brilliant and everyone loves it. But there's also equally an amount that you can learn from failure. And I guess we'll get into that with the news and updates, I suppose, because there's been quite a notable failure on our part here in the Rab Show. Yeah, we'll talk more about that and the lessons learned, I suppose, as a result. Yeah, failure is this week's word of the week. And uh, don't see it as a huge negative, but also try and tick the positive from it. There is quite a lot to learn whenever you experience failure. All righty moving on now (laughs) you can suggest words of the week yourself if you would like to Uh, we do take suggestions from people over there on patreon we have quite an active community over there so if you do want to suggest items on the show or even words of the week you can head over there to patreon and uh, drop in your suggestion yeah and who knows your word could possibly be a future word of the week here on the pod indeed
1: Alrighty,
0: it's good to see Word of the Week back, isn't it? Well, there's another such uh, section of the show that we really enjoy. It's been absent for quite a while, and uh, yeah, you guessed it. JD, what's this week's Weekly Drone, man?
1: It's the Weekly Drone. Hi, Rab and the team. After listening to the episode about piping in the army, I thought I would throw my hat into the ring as an ex-British Army soldier and give my opinion. I hope this does not sound like the ramblings of a disenfranchised, bitter ex-Piper of the Army, but I ask you to lend me an ear for a few minutes. I have served in the Army, soldier first, Piper second. That's what they say anyway. Yes, it was great. I have many fond memories and good friends from my time in the Army. I am proud to have served in the regiment that I did. As a piper in the army, you do get to travel the world, see exotic places, meet exotic people, and you don't have to kill them. I do have to be careful, as I do not want to fall foul of the Big Rab Show's rules, so there will be no names, no regiments, just the British Army as a whole, and I will try to present a fair, balanced view of what being a piper in the army is really like. Firstly, anyone from the British Commonwealth can join the British Army. Piping and drumming in the Army doesn't start until you get your regiment. You must first complete basic training and phase 2 training. In basic training, you learn basic soldiering skills. In phase 2, you learn the trade specific role for your regiment. In basic training, you will have little time to be piping or drumming. However, As you progress to Phase 2, things do get easier and you will get more time to yourself. Piping will take a back seat during training. However, once at regimental duty, and providing your regiment has a pipe band, you will be able to start your Army Piping career. If your regiment doesn't have a pipe band, it is down to your regiment's discretion if you can pursue piping in the Army. Some regiments make new soldiers serve a certain amount of time in the platoons or squadrons before going to the band. Some don't. It helps to do some research first. Contact your chosen regiment first before joining and ask questions. Some regiments have a guesting program where you can be a civilian guest player in the band for a period of time. This is normally for a tattoo. This can be a helpful insight to army life and makes your chosen regiment aware that you are interested in joining. It is important to know that just because you want to join a specific regiment doesn't always mean you will get to join that regiment. The Army decides where you go, not you. As stated in the episode with Ross Monroe, one can also learn the pipes or drums in the Army. Once you are at regimental duty, approach the pipe major or drum major, and they will get the ball rolling for you. Once a regimental piper, you will be expected to perform regimental duties, such as duty piper, performing in the officers, sergeants, and corporals' mess, playing for regimental parades, and other ceremonial roles. I hope that provides a brief overview of joining the Army and what you need to do to become a member of a regimental pipe band. Now let's move on to a few points. I'll keep it to three. First point, and it's the most important one. It comes down to leadership. If your pipe major or drum major are poor at managing people, you will have a difficult time ahead of you. Second, if the regiment you join doesn't have a lot of experienced players, and you are an experienced player, expect to get most of the piping duties. Drummers rarely get solo jobs. Thirdly, be prepared to be away from barracks a lot more often than your fellow soldiers in your regiment. Yes, sometimes that means being away in somewhere like the USA or Australia for a tattoo or a concert tour, but 9 times out of 10, it's small jobs where you are away for a few nights. Sometimes they are good, sometimes not. It's luck, really. If you have a good leader, a band with plenty of experienced players, and a good work-life balance, you have hit the jackpot, and odds are you will love it. Now. I can delve slightly deeper. I personally, like others, experienced all three of those points negatively and made for quite a toxic mix. I have played the pipes for many years before joining the army. My regiments band had few experienced players, but it was mainly learners. My pipe major saw this and I got the majority of the solo piping jobs. Whilst I did enjoy this at first, It quickly wore off after playing in the officer's mess in the evening for the hundredth time. My regiment's pipe band was often away a lot too, so my work-life balance was predominantly work. I lived where I worked and worked where I lived. What is also important to remember, piping duties were my second role in the Army. I still had to fulfill my primary role as a soldier. That means being away for military exercises, courses, etc., depending on what rotation your regiment is on will determine how many exercises you will be away for. You cannot neglect your role as a soldier. If you do, don't expect to go far. However, it is down to your regiment to manage that. You just need to be motivated and show enough initiative. The Army took a lot of my personal time away from me, and it was predominantly for piping. This led me to see piping as work, opposed to doing something that I loved. When I went on leave, the pipes rarely came home with me. Leave was just as much a holiday from piping as it was from work. As I said earlier, it all comes down to leadership. This has been a topic on the Big Rab Show. A poor leader is a negative and destructive force. My pipe major was not good at man management He had enough pipers capable of playing for a mess job, etc., but chose me to do the majority of them. Doing all the work came without gratitude and little reward. I went away with the band around the world for tattoos and concert tours, and at first it was great. But again, it wears off after a while. It just becomes part of the job. The Royal Edinburgh Military Tattoo is the perfect example. The first time marching through the gates is unforgettable, but it wears off after a while. It becomes part of the job. I looked forward to being away from the regiment, having the free time during the day, before a show, in the evening, not performing. I often say to people that if my pipe major, or the army, the chain of command in general was poor, managed me better, I would probably still be in the army. I loved being a soldier, and Army Piper. I gave everything 110%, despite it all. I had some truly unforgettable experiences that you cannot buy for any amount of money, and for that I am truly grateful. However, after years of effort, the end result of my time and effort was me being demoralized, lacking motivation, and waking up every morning with a big sigh. It also had a big impact on my family life, and with my girlfriend. Most phone conversations were negative and me moaning about how much I had had enough with my job. I had a good career and plenty of opportunities to go further with my piping in the army. In the end, something had to give and I signed off. There was just too much water under the bridge. After signing off, I didn't touch a set of pipes for nearly a year and I didn't want to. It was only down to the support and pestering from friends and family that persuaded me to pick the pipes up again and i started to enjoy it once more that was my experience it will not be the same as others some have a great time because they have good leaders they are well managed and have a good work-life balance it is luck of the draw i was unlucky i am also aware that it was what i did sign up to do I signed away my civilian rights when I joined the army. The army dictates, and I must obey. So do I have a right to say what I have done? Some may say no, but I do believe it is important to talk about the army, good and bad. Like all things in life, there are pros and cons to all hobbies and jobs. When cons outweigh the pros, it's time to think about what you are doing. And how to make your life better, even if that means finding something new. Do not join the army just to become an army piper or drummer. It works for a very small minority, but for the majority it doesn't. I hope now I have provided what some people would say is the other side of the coin. It's not all pomp and circumstance, concert tours, tattoos, and meeting celebrities and royalty. It does happen, but not often. Some bands hardly ever get the chance to do any of that. Do your research. Don't be afraid to send an email or a Facebook message. Most regimental bands have a Facebook page. Ask a few questions. I would never say to anyone, don't join the army. But I would say, make sure you really know what you were doing and are as physically fit and as informed as you can be. It is a game of luck as is most things in life. I will end this drone with one final statement. It is one thing to be able to pick up your instrument and play whatever you want, whenever you want. It is another thing entirely to be ordered to pick up your instrument and to be told what to play and when to play it.
0: Wow, JD. (laughs) Quite a substantial weekly drone this week, but quite a valuable conversation, I believe. So thank you to our weekly donor for that incredible insight, actually, to piping in the military. And just as you wrapped up there, yeah, I think you summarized it possibly as best as I could. Uh, You know, for us who compete, I suppose, we are hobbyists and this is not really our job. Although for a chosen few, I suppose, who can make piping and drumming their job, uh, I would say that they're blessed. However, for those in the military, yeah, you could be having to play your pipes under duress. You could be ordered to lift that set of pipes and play Green Hills for the millionth time that day. And uh, that does add a whole new element to it. Whenever piping and drumming, for that matter, becomes your job, it changes. It changes your relationship with the instrument and the music. And perhaps playing Scotland the Brave for the 15th time that day, and then Green Hills, The Battlesore, Highland laddie, all these tunes that we're well used to hearing, I suppose, at these various events that we've seen military bands playing at, maybe we have to take into consideration that perhaps this is not the first time that that musician has played that tune that day it could well be the 25th or the 37th time you know <laughs> so yeah being an you know an army piper or an army drummer does take a certain degree of dedication and you have to be really focused in order yeah to enjoy it i suppose from some degree and <clears throat> One thing that we didn't mention, of course, on previous episodes, we briefly kind of glanced over it, is that all of our musicians who are in the military here in the UK are all serving soldiers, apart from those who are uh, visitors, who are civilian visitors. Uh, But yes, you have to be a serving soldier, first of all. And then you lift an instrument after the fact. So that's not exactly the main focus of your role within the military of as being a bagpiper or a drummer. It comes secondary to being a serving soldier. So quite an interesting insight there from Weekly Droner. Whoever you are, thank you. And uh, we do appreciate it. We do understand that that was quite a, a long Weekly Drone this week. <laughs> Uh, But yeah, we didn't want to edit it at all And no, it didn't fall foul of any rules We have here in the Rab Show Uh, Don't worry But yes, we do Yeah, we encourage anyone out there Who has their own particular story Their drone uh, Their complaints Their comments, I suppose On anything we talk about here in the Rab Show to please do send it in to us You can get it on our website Thebigrabshow.com Forward slash weekly drone Yeah, that's the big button there At the top of the site And uh, yeah, you can contact us completely anonymously there's no names there's no identifying factors and uh, if there is anything that does point people in your direction as to who you might be then we edit that out yeah and as far as name calling accusations stuff like that then yeah we won't broadcast that unfortunately uh but yes if you do have any comments queries or yeah any interesting insights yourself then please do send them in to us at Weekly Drone. And as I say, there's no fear of reprisal here because there's no names or anything involved. It's a completely open forum for you to talk about whatever you want to talk about. You can check it out there on the website, com. Weekly Drone, indeed. So... After all of that, we've had our listener mail, we've had our word of the week, which is failure, <laughs> and we've also had weekly drone. And yeah, you guessed it. I'm going to take myself a wee break at this point before we get into all the news and updates, of which there are plenty. <laughs> Do you wish piping could be fun again? Bagpipers around the world continue to struggle with their instrument despite hours of hard work trying to get better. Bagpiping should be fulfilling. Your hard work should pay off, showing improvement and the freedom to express yourself musically. Or why do it? The Dojo University believe every piper should be able to free themselves from musical frustration. Proven over more than a decade of successful teaching and accessible anywhere with an internet connection. The Dojo is unlike any other bagpipe learning experience in the world. Let The Dojo channel your enthusiasm into a fun and fulfilling program that will empower you with the knowledge to fall in love with piping all over again. So go to dojouniversity.com forward slash grab. And take advantage of our 30-day free trial of Dojo Premium Membership. Join the global community of students today and rediscover the fun of bagpiping. Dojouniversity.com forward slash bigrab for a 30-day free trial. Ah, yes. It's time for all the news and updates. Now, I have to stress... Uh, There's a lot of them, yeah. Because over the past couple of weeks, we've been doing quite specialist episodes uh, documenting the return of piping and drumming. Uh, Yeah, you've guessed it. We've got a lot of news to catch up on, so bear with us. And, of course, there will also always be stories that always... ...that we don't manage to catch here on the podcast. So if there is something that we do happen to miss... ...and you do believe it should get a mention... ...here on the podcast... ...then please do email us in. BigRabShow at gmail.com uh, We will do our best to capture everything... ...but yeah, we're only human. And we do only have some... Yeah, ...limited time here in the podcast. We could be here talking for hours at this rate. There's just been so much over the past couple of weeks. Uh, but we will do our best. First of all... Let's talk about it, the elephant in the room, Big Rab Show TV, shall we? Yeah, Big Rab Show TV this past weekend at the British Championships was pretty much uh, a catastrophic failure. (laughs) Whoa, it did not go according to plan. Let's just say that. Um, yes, the venue itself, of course, for the British Championships was nothing but a smash hit with everyone involved. We've been told all sorts of great reports about the venue. However, the venue for ourselves and the Big Rab Show team was disastrous because we had absolutely no cell phone coverage. Uh, we tried all sorts of different methods to try and get connected and it all came crashing around us. Now, that's not to say that we didn't have some sort of a show. We did give you an introduction and a, hey, welcome, this is The Big Rab Show TV, and we're going to live stream from the British, and isn't this exciting, and all of that. And then the one thing that we needed to work, getting that connection to our camera on the ground, it just didn't work. Now, I have to say, a huge, huge... Uh, well, <laughs> commiserations to everyone on the Rab Show team. We, this was honestly six months of work putting all of this Rab Show TV business together. We had hoped on hope that it would work and it all came crashing around us. So, yeah, for everyone who tuned in to Big Rab Show TV this past weekend, uh, you experienced it along with us. And the cringeworthiness that, of what it was... Uh, yeah, me talking about the draw, and yeah, the first band's on, like, right now, and we don't have a camera feed, and yeah, we're missing it, folks. Uh, sorry, not much we can do. Um, so, hey, it's one of those things. We tried, and I think that's pretty much the message that we've, yeah, <laughs> we're putting out here, is that we tried. And I guess, you know, for this week's word of the week, which is failure... We learned an awful lot through this process and no matter what bits of software and things that we tried on the day nothing absolutely nothing seemed to work and I have to say we take some sort of comfort when we see that other outlets online had similar issues we love pipe bands uh, were able to live stream some footage uh, from the event but it was limited as for our own association the RSPBA and other outlets as well they had very similar issues. And uh, in fact, the master sheets, I think, for the British were not published until nearly midnight that night. And that was because they had to leave the venue to get to another location, in order to get an internet signal. So, yeah, one of those things, I guess. But it wasn't just us that experienced difficulties on the day. Uh, So we do take some sort of comfort from that. But at the same time, we did have quite a large audience tuning into us live expecting to see live footage from this event and we can only apologize Uh, we really did struggle and tried absolutely everything we could to bring you some form of a live feed from the venue and it just wasn't happening so lessons learned i guess this is an epic failure but a lot of people send lots of great messages of support saying hey rob at least you tried and that's the point here i suppose that we're learning from this failure is that we're actively trying to bring something quite cool that we believe is quite cool to the piping scene. We had all sorts of plans for Big Rab Show TV that was to launch at the British. And uh, you guys didn't get to see any of it, unfortunately. Uh, but we have more majors in the calendar. We've got more minors in the calendar. And we do hope to bring you future episodes of Big Rab Show TV. And uh, yeah, we have made all the preparations for those competitions as well as the British. Uh, so Hi, yeah, it's one of those things. Just unfortunate that it just didn't work out on the day. Uh, we battled with the conditions and the absolute lack of uh, cell phone signal. <laughs> And don't get me wrong. I know people's like all full of suggestions. Oh, did you try a different phone? Uh, did you maybe, you know, I don't know, <laughs> maybe stand in a different part of the arena? We tried everything. We tried multiple phones, multiple bits of software, uh, multiple networks as well. We had, yeah, uh, just nothing. Absolutely nothing. So, hey, at least we tried. The Big Rab Show TV. Could be seen as an epic failure, but for me, I kind of see it as a semi-success, if that makes any sense. Uh, because, um yeah, we did learn quite a lot, you know. By hitting that go live button, we realized what worked, what didn't work very quickly, and we were learning on our feet. And then once we weren't able to get that live feed, then, hi, hey, that was it. All the eggs were out of the basket at that point, and there was no saving it. So that was it. <laughs> it was quite a public failure, so it was kind of embarrassing, uh, but, hi. Hey, You know, we are human, and I suppose we are trying, and that's what we're taking from this. We tried, we failed, but we will try again. Big Rab Show TV will return, and we will be back again for a future championship in the near future, with a bit of luck, indeed. So there you are. Well, if anything, I'm going to cast the net out there again. If anyone out there is willing to help us with Big Rab Show TV then please do get in contact with us. Uh, where we are really struggling at the moment is getting cameras on the ground. We do need volunteers to help us film pipe bands on the day. Uh, not just our pipe bands, but our drum majors as well. So if you can volunteer your time on the day, uh, then we definitely want to hear from you. Our email address is bigrabshow at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, after you've seen the kind of disaster that was the British Championships and our lack of coverage then, yeah, we are open to all help that is willing to come our way. (laughs) So there you are. Give it some thought, and you never know. You could be part of Big Rab Show TV in the future. Indeed. All right. Moving swiftly on. uh, Well, yes, in previous podcasts, we did announce about the sad passing of pipe major Joe McAdam. And a lot of people then followed up and sent a lot of well wishes and messages to ourselves here on the Big Rab Show team and passed on condolences Uh, So, yeah, that was quite sad news to announce here on the podcast. And I'm happy to say, actually, that there's been a tune, a brilliant tribute, composed and performed... Uh, that is entitled Pipe Major Joe McAdam. It's been yeah, written and performed by Kyle Warren, and that we've shared it out there now on the Rab Show social media. Uh, that was on the 13th of May, for those of you who are looking back. Um, so, yeah, quite an awesome tune, and I have to say, quite a fitting tribute. It's a really beautiful tune. And, uh, uh, yeah, so full congratulations to Kyle Warren and quite a beautiful piece of music and quite a fitting tribute for such a legendary figure in the piping scene here in Northern Ireland, for sure. There you are. So go and check that out. So, speaking of Kyle Warren, actually, uh, there was a little bit of an announcement today. And uh, just as I'm recording this, Kyle Warren put out the huge announcement that he is dropping his album. And he's give us the title. It's called Relentless relentless and uh yeah this will be out on friday the 1st of july on green tracks recordings and it'll be available on all major streaming uh platforms for you to go and uh stream and download and purchase as well so i have to say i've got a special preview copy of it and uh that's all i'm gonna say on that front and uh yeah can i just say that this album holy moly it's amazing so it's 12 tracks in total all self-composed tunes and uh yeah we're gonna have to get kyle warren on the show to tell us all about this uh he's got quite a list of musicians who helped him make the album in the first place uh we had stevie lawrence on bazooka and electric and acoustic guitars uh we had adam brown who was also on guitars and boron we had Craig Murhead, who was on pianos and keys throughout. We had Jack Smedley, of course from Aurora, he was on fiddles and playing strings throughout. We had James Lindsay from Brayback, who was doing bass guitar on it. We had Scott McKay as well, who was doing drums and percussion, as well as the producer on the album was Scott Wood. So can I just tell you that those collection of people all in one album, these guys have really produced the goods here. And I have to yeah, I'll give full credit where it's due. Kyle Warren's his album's incredible, and be prepared. I'm going to be yeah, playing tracks from this on our Fuse FM Bellamoney radio show now for quite a while. So, yes, Kyle Warren, Relentless, is going to be released on the 1st of July. So make sure you put that into your calendars, your diaries, wherever you're taking your notes. This is one album that you will not want to miss, for sure. And like I said, full disclosure, I have heard it. I have had a previous... Yeah, I've been given an early release copy of it, let's say. And, uh, yeah, there's quite a few tracks on there that absolutely slap. <laughs> so good. So good. Uh, but, yeah, I'm not allowed to spoil it any further. I can't actually play any tracks here in the pod, but hopefully I will on a future podcast once I get chatting to Kyle as well. So, yeah, hopefully we'll get a chat lined up with Kyle and we'll hear all about the production of this incredible album, Relentless. You guys are going to want to hear it. All right. Take it from me. This is one not to miss, for sure. So there you are. Congratulations to Kyle Warren on his upcoming album. That'll out, out on July 1st, indeed. Relentless. Okay, I have to give a little mention, actually, to something that happened online. I don't know if it's been fixed yet or not. But on May 17th, Akadabui Bagpipe Specialists and Emily Craig Highlandware put out an announcement saying that their pages on social media on Facebook have been hacked now, I actually contacted Gary Nimmo uh, about this, and, you know, I wasn't sure if he was aware of it at the time. I drew it to his attention, and, yeah, apparently they were hacked, and all sorts of madness was posted out on their social media. I think it was about shoes, um, encouraging people to buy shoes or trainers or things like that. I don't really remember specifically. There's just a lot of photographs of uh, shoes and trainers and encouraging people to click links and stuff. Um, so horrible whenever anyone's social media gets hacked like this so yeah they put out a little bit of an apology then saying that up to the lying pipe band podcast and the emily craig highland Wear page have all been hacked and yeah quite a horrible experience so hopefully that's all been behind them now and they've managed to get full control back so it's just one of those things it's social media isn't it Yeah, horrible, horrible. But there you go. Hopefully that's all been rectified now and normal service has been resumed. If anything, it kind of raises the question, where are the Up to the Line Pipe Band podcast, lads? Yeah, they've all sort of disappeared now. Don't know where they are. Ah, And I'm a huge fan of that podcast. And yeah, they just haven't been around now for a while. So that's such a shame. So hoping that the Up to the Line lads yeah sit back down again with the microphone again so yeah definitely missing that podcast for sure so if anyone there is connected to up to the line or even if you are from the up to the line pod uh come on back fellas we, we miss you you know we need more up to the line <laughs> all righty moving on uh of course i have to talk about piping live piping live Yep, and Live 2022, A huge announcement today that the festival is back, and boy is it back. <laughs> they have announced the full, well not the full lineup, but they have given us little clues to some of the particular highlighted events that they are wanting people to come to, and uh, there's some old favourites in here, there's some new ones as well. And one of the things that I take from it, from this huge announcement that they put out today about the Pipe and Life Festival, is that they are sticking with the hybrid model. Now, what I mean by that is that it will be a combination of in-person events, but for those internationally, you'll also be able to tune in and watch it online. Ooh, now that's not bad. So having that option to be able to tune in online and be able to enjoy the festival internationally that's huge and that i guess this is something that we've learned over the course of the pandemic of just how huge live stream content like this can be so Pipe and live are sticking with it so not only will you be able to get your seat in the audience and catch the action live in person but also if you can't make that journey then yeah you can tune in online now I have to say, uh, looking at some of the possible headliners that they have at this year's Pipe and Live, uh, we have events at the Old Fruit Market, which is one of the hugest venues down there. It's a fantastic venue. Uh, they have Rora, who will be doing a bit of a show down there. Rora! Yeah, Roar Alive, that's going to be an experience. They're also going to have Ross Ainsley there as well, as well as Breeze Campbell. Yeah, so that, hey, what's not to love there? So that's at the Old Fruit Market. Uh, but they have all sorts of other different uh pipers and drummers and things all throughout the festival. Again, there's just way too much of a list here for me to even go through. Uh, but I'll give you some of the, well, the usual favourites that are returning for now. Uh, so the Pipe Major Alistair Gillies Memorial Recital Challenge is Back again, and we have yeah the lineup. Hmm. We have Callum Beaumont, Finlay Johnson, Sarah Muir, Angus McCall, and Matt McIsaac will be playing at this. Oh my god. Yeah, so that's shaping up to be an awesome event. So, yeah, really looking forward to that. The Pipe Major Alistair Gillies Memorial Recital Challenge is always sold out every year and, uh, for good reason. And as you heard by that lineup there, it's definitely going to be worth checking out. Uh, as for the International Quartets, yes, they're back again. And, yeah, they will feature, uh, bands such as Simon Fraser and Shots and a load of others as well that will all be juking it out as part of the International Quartets. Just awesome to see this competition back again. It's definitely a fan favourite and uh, yeah, a lot of people dead excited about that. Myself included, indeed. Now, one of the little things that they just happened to sprinkle in there as part of their announcement is that the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland are going to celebrate its 20th birthday. And they're going to be doing this in Glasgow City Halls. Now, the band will showcase, apparently... 10 brand new compositions that have been written as part of their Emerging Composers project. Now, we've been keeping track of this, of their Emerging Composers project, and they've been announcing over the past few days and weeks of who these Emerging Composers are. And these composers are composing, like I say, brand new 10 compositions that have never been heard before. So, really looking forward to hearing this. Uh, So, a lot of these musicians, I'm not sure, have ever composed music for a pipe band before. So this yeah it's a blank canvas for them so really looking forward to this and of course as soon as we hear more information on this uh, showcase uh, by the national youth pipe band of scotland we'll definitely let you guys know where you can get tickets yeah Alrighty. righty again just to let you know the silver chanter is back again yes the silver chanter is back again and we also have the masters solo piping competition it's back again as well Oh my God, and we're not done. We have the Gordon Duncan Memorial Competition as well. We have the Pipe Idol Competition. It's back as well. Oh, hey, There's just way too much, all right? And I'm going to get myself way too ridiculously excited already at this point. Uh, But there's one last little thing that I did want to drop into conversation. And uh, there will be a closing concert at the festival, which is always... A huge draw. The closing concert for Pipin Live always pulls in a massive, massive crowd and uh, it's a huge shindig. It's a big party, everyone gathers together, thumps out some good tunes and dances until the wee hours. Well, this year's closing concert will be by none other than legendary bagpiper Fred Morrison. Yep, the Fred Morrison Trio, no doubt, <laughs> will be back on stage, yet yeah, closing things out at the Pipe and Live Festival. Uh, apparently, he'll be uh, playing alongside Paddy Keenan as well, who's one of the founding members of the Bothy Band. I'm sure you guys know that. Uh, so, yeah, really looking forward to this. Uh, Fred Morrison Trio concert to wrap things up at Pipe and Live. Wow. All right, now, I have to say, I am not going through the full listings here. There's a load of stuff that I've already... Missed out, and can I just say that it's just awesome to see Pipe and Live back again? Number one, number two, it's awesome to see that they're going with the hybrid model with both live in person events and live streaming online as well. That's fantastic, but also looking at the lineup for all of these events that I've just mentioned, they're just ridiculous. They look so good, man. So, I, yeah, I cannot wait for Pipe and Live this year. Oh. From Saturday the 6th to Sunday the 14th of August, this is going to be our Christmas, folks. (laughs) Cannot wait for Pipe and Live this year. And, oh, I have to mention as well for Pipe and Live, they are still looking for pipe bands who want to play in Buchanan Street as part of this year's festival. So if you are interested in applying, they are still taking applications. So you can go and check that out on Pipe and Live's social media. All the links and everything are up there now where you can go and apply and have your band be a part of the Pipe and Live Festival playing in Buchanan Street. Yeah, awesome stuff. So go along, apply for it, and be a part of things. It's shaping up to be quite an awesome festival this year. It's hard to believe that Pipe and Live's been going for 19 years now. Wow, yeah, I remember the first one. That that's not shown me age now. There you go. But uh, yeah, shout out to Pipe and Live. Quite an exciting announcement today. Really looking forward to that. Yeah, it's my Christmas indeed. Okay, I have to put a mention out this week to the Pipe Band Association of South Africa. Yeah, they are actively seeking people to help them uh, and to join their content team. So they're on the hunt for people to join and, uh, you know, helping them out with online content, I guess. So they're saying that if you're passionate about pipe bands, Highland or Irish dancing or folk music, in fact, all things Celtic, then why not get in contact with them? Uh, you'll need your own gear apparently a flair for writing perhaps and discovering neat stories yeah and some social media experience would be an advantage however not essential but for more information you can always contact them info at pbasa.co.za or za if you're in the united states Uh, But yeah, they are. If you do want to help out, uh, they are still actively recruiting uh, for anyone out there to be part of their content team. So yeah, go and check that out. It's on the Pipe Band Association of South Africa social media right now. And uh, yeah, go and give them a shout if you do want to be a part of things. Alrighty. Now... I have to give a mention as we were insanely busy at the British Championships over the weekend. I have to give a mention to all the good folks down under in Queensland. Yeah. And a special mention actually to the social media account Black Bear who managed to capture pretty much every performance from the competition from the Queensland Pipe Band State Championships, which were held in Ipswich Turf Club. Yeah. Now looking at this competition and pretty much the standard throughout was Ridiculously high. But let's look at our results then, shall we? We had grades all the way from Novice Juvenile A all the way through to Grade 2. No Grade 1 on the day, unfortunately. Uh, So we had the Novice Juvenile A, the champions on the day were Brisbane Boys College number 1. Novice Juvenile B, the champions were Brisbane Boys College number 2. Bit of a pattern there. So well done, Brisbane Boys College, lifting those both grades there. Well done, guys. And I think they also lifted the drumming in each grade as well. Not bad at all. Onto Grade 4B, then the City of Ipswich themselves lifted the title there in 4B. And Brisbane Boys College number 2 lifted the drumming in 4B. Onto uh, Grade 4B and Novice Juvenile B Medley Competition, uh, which was his own grade. Uh, Brisbane Boys College number 2 lifted that, and they lifted the drumming too. In Grade 4A, then, Brisbane Boys College number 1 lifted that one. As well as uh, the drumming went to BBC Old Collegians Pipe Band. MSR preference apparently they lifted that and I guess BBC stands for Brisbane Boys College again. You notice that's a bit of a pattern here. In grade 3 we had the city of Ipswich who lifted the top spot. I think they were the only band in grade 3 however so in grade 2 moving on We had Emmanuel College Highlanders who put on quite a cool performance, actually. I really enjoyed watching that. And, uh, yeah, they also lifted the drumming as well on MSR preference. There you are. So, yeah, shout-out to Black Bear and to everyone down there in Queensland for the state championships. I dare say it was a pretty awesome event and we have heard a lot of great reports from it uh so if you are so interested you can go and check out uh, the big rab show on social media we've shared out those performances from uh that event and of course thank you to black bear for filming those um yeah so they did put us in as a hashtag so we would see it so thank you folks really appreciated that there you are so shout out to you guys down on there Quite an awesome day. All right, I have to give a, a brief mention uh, to R.G. Hardy and Co. Bagpipes, who have yeah put out an announcement saying that they have launched a new line of merch. Uh, so not only do they make bagpipes and chanters and all sorts of goodies, uh, but they're now also making uh, t-shirts and hood, you know, t-shirts and hoodies and beanie hats as well. Uh, so uh, sh- shout out to Isla Stout, by the way, who was modeling for them. Uh, so yeah, there's photographs of Isla uh, wearing the t-shirts and beanies and stuff. And it looks pretty sweet, actually. So yeah, if you do fancy some RG Hardy swag, then go and check out their merchandise uh, tab on their website. Where you can go peruse at your leisure and give, your- yeah, give yourself a wee treat there. Why not? <laughs> Alrighty. Now, we have to give a shout out this week to the Charleston Pipe Bands. Charleston Pipe Band. Yeah, and our own voice of Weekly Drone <laughs> to J.D. Ingram. Uh, yeah, those guys apparently had quite an awesome concert over the course of the weekend, uh raising quite a lot of money as well along the way. Now, we had a video, actually, of the Charleston Pipe Band as they were leaving the concert venue. Apparently, the band just decided to form up and just keep playing, then marched all the way from the concert venue to the lo- to their local pub. For a few after-show drinks. (laughs) Now, this was awesome to see. Uh, So, pretty much, the band left the stage and just kept on walking. And, uh, yeah, they made their journey from venue to local pub in style. So, go and check out that video. We've shared it out there, of course, on the Rab Show social media. Uh, It's, yeah, it's really quite cool. So, shout-out to the Charleston Pipe Band. So glad that your event went so well, folks, and your concert and everything. And, uh, yeah, raised some good, much-needed funds along the way. Uh, But have a good tune as well too so it was a lot of fun there well done guys Alrighty. speaking of good tunes i have to give a mention to simon fraser university pipe band yes did you folks see the recordings oh oh oh, oh. Oh, man yeah i think there's two recordings overall two performances of simon fraser university pipe band from a competition this past weekend now i'm not entirely sure which contest this is Uh, Yeah, this could be stuff that Rab got wrong. Uh, But if anyone can confirm the competition, uh, please let us know. Uh, But yeah, we had two recordings of SFU and one of which I think was a brand new medley that we've never heard before, which honestly just sounded, just sounded amazing. I don't have words for it. If anything, I wish that the camera person could maybe move to a different part of the band because... In different parts of the drumming was lost and we kind of lost it behind a wall of pipes. So, but that's my only complaint, I guess. You're dealing with online recordings. That's a thing you just have to deal with. Uh, But yeah, full credit to SFU, who just sounded pretty awesome. (laughs) From... Yeah, that's pretty much what I'm going to say on that front. I really can't wait to hear them in person. And if I do get the opportunity this year, I, yeah, I would love to. Um, but yeah, listening to the music here that they have in this brand new medley, uh, yeah, pretty much a force to be reckoned with. So if you haven't listened to it yet, please do yourself a favor. Go along to The Rab Show, social media. Again, we've shared out all the links and stuff to these recordings from SFU. And uh, yeah, draw your own conclusions. But uh, I think... Yeah, sounding very strong there for SFU. So, yeah, boding well for the future, I reckon. Indeed. All righty. have to give a mention for... We're talking about the future, aren't we? Well, yeah, in the future, May 29th to be precise, uh, we're looking forward to seeing the City of Angels pipe band. Yes, this upcoming weekend at Scottish Fest, uh, we're looking forward to seeing the debut performance of the City of Angels Pipe Band. This will be the first time the band will have actively hit the grass uh, for a competitive tune. Now, on their TikTok account, of all places, the City of Angels Pipe Band have uploaded various different little tiny 10-second clips of them practising. The full band on the grass, not in uniform, however. Uh, but, yeah, practicing their competition sets. Now, if you're on TikTok, you can go and have a duke at those. But like I said, they're only 10 seconds long, so you blink and you'll miss them. But, yeah, this weekend, very much looking forward to Scottish Fest and the unveiling of the City of Angels pipe band. Very much looking forward to hearing them perform. Uh, so, Scottish Fest at the Orange County Fairgrounds this weekend, Sunday the 29th, looking forward to it. the unveiling of the City of Angels. Uh, it seems to be we've been talking about the City of Angels band now for a while. So, yeah, looking forward to that. Alrighty. Now, I have to talk about some competition draws. It's been quite a busy week in the piping scene, and as we have dates in the calendar, then we need to carry out draws for these competitions. Yeah, well, just coming up actually, we have the Mid-Ulster Championships, which is next week, uh, Saturday the 4th of June, and we have the draw, which is up there now on the RSPBA Northern Ireland website. And I'm pleased to say we have all the way from Grade 4B up to Grade 1. Uh, However, we just have the one band in Grade 1. Uh, Klaus Kelt are going to be a run in grade one. Uh, as for grade two, quite a number of bands in here actually, but thanks to a few bands actually playing up. Uh, the bands playing up are Cunham Kill, Matt Boyd Memorial, and Clocker and District. Uh, but we have our usual grade two big guns in there, we've Manor Cunningham, St. Mary's, Derry Trasna, and Rivara are gonna be in there in grade two, checking it out. So I'm not going to go through the rest of the draw. You can go and have a look at it yourself. It's up there now on RSPBANI.org, the website. And yeah, just going to have a joke at it. mid Ulster Championship draw is up there now for you to look at. So yes, for those of you who are noting your calendars, uh, that's Saturday the 4th of June. Uh, One such mention I do want to talk about. uh, We are noticing quite a jump in numbers actually. Quite a number of bands that we haven't seen yet are going to be out for the first time. Uh, so, namely bands such as McNeilstown, Bershain District, we haven't seen them yet. Drumlock as well, we haven't seen them. Uh, of course, uh, Tully Lagan as well. Go on the Lagan! I have to do that. Uh, and then Battle Hill as well. So, uh, quite a number of bands actually that we haven't seen. And I'm sure there's a load of other bands that I haven't mentioned, and people's going to get upset. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> all through the grades. And yeah, really looking forward to this competition, to seeing quite a number of bands that we just haven't seen yet. Looking forward to the Mid Ulsters on the 4th of June. All right. Speaking of draws as well, the draw for the European Championships in Inverness is available. It's up there now on the RSPBA website, and uh, yeah, quite pleased to announce as well over a hundred plus bands entered for the euros, so it's shaping up to be quite an awesome competition. However <laughs> however, there is a little bit of controversy about this one uh, because it's ticketed. Yeah. The championship in Inverness is ticketed, and you need to purchase a ticket to get through the gates. So if you do want to be a spectator at this event, please make sure that you purchase your tickets now uh, from pipinginverness.com. Now, we've heard many complaints about this. Um, the price of the tickets, actually, for this are pretty high. I think even with a concession at face value for an adult, it's £15. Pounds. Ooh, it's £15 per person, per adult walking through that gate. So, uh, yeah. i think oh, well, sorry, concession tickets are a tenner. You get a fiver off. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that's not, hmm, that's a lot. And uh, especially with the cost of living going up here in the UK at the moment, that uh, could be quite a stretch for people. Uh, but still, quite an awesome event, I have to argue. Whenever you consider there's over 100 plus bands heading to this, it's going to be, quite quite the competition but that is a bit of a sting in the tail 15 odd quid to get through the gate. Mm, ouch so there you go that's piping inverness and the european championships yeah and uh please make sure that you do buy your tickets for that and avoid disappointment that's one thing that just kind of crept up on a lot of people that these events some of them are ticketed and uh, the euros is one of them i also have to mention that the uk championships in lurgan are also ticketed uh you have to go on their website and everything i think it's visit Arma. i think it's the website where all the tickets and that are on uh we've shared out all the links and stuff of course on the rap show social media reminding people that you need to get tickets and i think um, the tickets cost of about eight eight or nine pounds I, think I just got mine yesterday uh so yeah please make sure that you get your tickets for these events uh these major championships um unexpectedly have a cover price and tickets to sell for the general public so unless you're competing obviously if you're competing you'll get in no bar no bar at all but if you're wanting to go in as a spectator yeah expect a little bit of outfall that you're going to need to fork out some dough to get through the gate (laughs) yeah and I, i know that that sticks in the throat of some people but hey it's one of those things um yeah there you are i've said it here in the pod Please make sure you get your tickets and uh, secure that you get through that gate, no problem. There you are. Alrighty, moving on. Well, this weekend we have a competition coming up here in the island of Ireland, actually, and it's the... south of ireland pipe band championships this is being held in Mallow castle grounds in county cork now as far as any further information on this competition it's been pretty limited we haven't been able to see a draw or anything online for this just yet uh but perhaps if you're listening to the pod now and you do have that info then please do send it on to us uh but yeah looking forward to that the south of ireland pipe band championships i dare say will be quite a big draw uh for bands in the republic of ireland and looking forward to that i've been told that the venue for uh These championships at Mallow Castle Grounds. It's quite a picturesque venue and very popular. Uh, So, yeah, looking forward to that. The South of Ireland Pipe Band Championships on Saturday, May the 28th. Looking forward to that. All right. Now, I'm going to give some shameless plugs here. And people are going to shake their head and go, "Ah, Rab, come on right, well, so I'm going to do it really quick, alright I have to give a shout out to the Bagpipe Refurb Company, uh, who were putting out uh, little video clips and stuff talking about MH Reeds and their brand new ambassador Ali Lavac. yes, Ali was on, uh, playing some pipes of course, from the Bagpipe Refurb Company, but he was playing a set of MH Reeds as well, which are sold by the Bagpipe Refurb Company, and uh, quite a blistering tune or two, played by Ali Lavac. so well done, Ali, that was quite a lot of fun, uh, so uh, you Yeah, shout out to the Bagpipe Refurb Company as well, because they've just launched a new Twitter account. Uh, So just yesterday, whenever I'm recording this. Uh, So yeah, shout out to them, and if you are on Twitter, consider giving them a follow. Indeed. Also, have to give a good shout to friends of the show and supporters of us, of course, McClellan Bagpipes. And yeah, they've put out a bit of an announcement on social media telling us who their ambassadors are. Of course, Adrian Melvin. We have Piper Alley from TikTok. We've had our Piper on the show, of course. We had Brian May, previous Beard of the Year winner. Yeah, and Stuart Marshall, of course, as well. All ambassadors of McClellan Bagpipes. So shout out to you guys. And uh, yeah, raising the profile of McClellan Bagpipes. Awesome stuff. There you are. So, that's all of the plugs out of the way. Okay? Okay? Now, I was telling you there about uh, competitions and stuff and making sure you get your tickets. There's one such competition that's coming up, and that's the All-Ireland Championships in New Ross. And I do have to mention on the pod this week that for anyone going to the New, uh, the All-Ireland Championships in New Ross, and if you're taking a camper or a caravan, or if you need a disability parking space or anything like that, you know, where you need specific parking arrangements... They're asking you to get in contact with them and pre book. Pre booking is required. You can't just land down to the venue with your caravan and your camping gear. And say, hey, we're here for the weekend. Uh, this all needs to be pre booked. All right. Now, if you are thinking of heading down with a camper van or a caravan or anything like that, then the email address you need is allireland2022 at gmail.com. And that way you can pre-book a pass. They will uh, sort out all the prices and where exactly you can park and all of that stuff. But it all needs to be prior arranged. So if you are thinking of landing down there and camping out for the weekend or if you do need a disability parking space, these can all be got, but they all need to be pre booked in advance, so you've been warned already. Okay now I have to give a mention to the music service for pipes and drums, who this week put out quite a special announcement, one of which that we were looking forward to for quite a while. Yes, the music service for Pipes and Drums are heading to Lorient Festival. Now, we've covered this before uh, where the the music service for Pipes and Drums have been at Lorient before and they took part in the festival as well as the big parade and stuff. And uh, it's quite an awesome event. It's a week long festival packed full of music. Especially bagpiping and drumming. And uh, yeah, it's basically a big celebration. So it's so an event I've never actually been to is the Lorient Festival always wanted to go. Um, but hey, if you want to go, <laughs> then now is your opportunity. They are asking you to contact them if you do want to go to the Lorient Festival. Um, so from the 4th to the 14th of August. You fly out from Dublin. All flights, food and accommodation are included. There you are. So, if you're interested and you can play a tune or two, then definitely get in contact with the music service for Pipes and Drums. We've shared out all the details, of course, on our social media on The Big Rab Show. And uh, all the tunes and stuff that you need to learn are all up there now on the music service for Pipes and Drums YouTube channel. Uh, so, let's just say they're not really hugely challenging, although there are assumptions in there that you might not have heard before, and, uh, yeah, will pique your interest. So there is some new music in there, you know, to kind of challenge your playing, uh, but also some old favourites in there, too, that you've probably played before. Uh, so, yeah, go and give the music service for Pipes and Drums a shout. They are, yeah, flying from Dublin to the Lorien Music Festival, and, uh, yeah, from the 4th to the 14th of August. Now, we do understand that this does clash with the World Championships, and the Piping Live Festival, Uh, so do keep that in mind. If you are planning on attending the World Championships, you may not be able to go along to the Lorient Festival as well. And that's possibly one of the biggest reasons why I've never been to the Lorient Festival, uh, because I always end up heading to uh, yeah, Piping Live in the Worlds, I suppose. So there you go. Yeah, it's one of those ones, but I guess I've been told that every three or four years the Lorient Festival doesn't clash with the Worlds, And it either runs the week before the Worlds or the week after. So, yeah, who knows? In the future, I may well get to the Lorient Festival. You know, I've heard that many stories about it. I just, yeah, I'd love to go there. Anyway, there you are. There's your opportunity if you do want to go. All right, I have to give a big plug this week to the Royal Edinburgh Military Tattoo, who have finally announced their full lineup for 2022. And uh, there's quite a collection of bands in here. I am not going to sit here and read you a hashtag list (laughs) Uh, because there's loads. Uh, But yeah, there's some bands in here that are traveling internationally to attend the Royal Edinburgh Military Tattoo for 2022. And uh, uh, yeah, shout out to all you folks here making the journey and being part of quite a special show. And I have to say, it's an experience that you will never, ever forget. <laughs> just that moment of walking over the Esplanade and stuff and you know the lights and the smoke and everything and just the thundering music of all those pipes, all those drums. It's an experience that you won't forget. So, yeah, shout out to everyone there who's been listed as part of the Royal Edinburgh Military Tattoo. Uh, Congratulations on getting your spot, and I do wish you all the very best performance possible. And do please take time to enjoy it. You know, as much as it's busy, please do take that moment or two to enjoy it, indeed. Alright, I have to give a mention to a band who have been talking about it now for quite a number of weeks, ramping up to it, the release of their brand new album. I have to give a shout to Eval. Eval, of course, launched their brand new album at the Piping Centre this past weekend. and Can I just say again... I bought it on pre-order. I couldn't wait for this thing to release. And uh, yeah, it's incredible. The album, of course, is called Ailing. And uh, just so many great blistering tracks on here. A mixture of trad, vocal music, but as well, blistering bagpiping in here as well. So quite an awesome album. I can see why they launched it at the piping center too. And uh, yeah absolute thundering success for everyone there at eval and uh, again i think they're announcing various different gigs and stuff as a result as well so now that the album's out they're now out and around the country touring the brand new album so please do check them out on social media that's eval that's e-a-b-h-a-l if you're trying to type that into your search engine and uh, definitely go and give them a watch quite an interesting band with some real incredible music so yeah i love this album ailing from them that was such an awesome release Go and check them out, and do yourself a favor. Alrighty. So speaking of the National Piping Centre and everything, I have to give a mention. And just this, this week, of course, is the RCS Traditional Music Showcase events and uh, their end year recitals. Now, this is when normally all of the musicians who are in part of the uh, either the traditional music degree or the piping degree specifically. <sighs> This is when they start to sweat. So this is all their third and fourth year. BMUS piping students are all taking to the stage as part of their end year recitals. And all of the performances now are all linked on the National Piping Centre website where you can tune in and actually watch it live. Now, I'm not going to give you the full list of names because there's way too many to mention. But suffice to say, go along to the National Piping Centre website. Full details there where you can check out all these performances from these end-year recitals by these students. And uh, let's just say that you will not be disappointed by the quality of piping on on offer here. For sure. Alrighty. (laughs) Now, of course, on a previous podcast, you did hear us mention that ourselves and the Big Rab Show team are going to the Monterey Scottish Games and Celtic Festival. Well... Yes, we are just to confirm again. You didn't hear us wrong. We've been actually asked a bunch of questions about this saying, "Rob, are you just going to California or did I mishear you?" No, yes, we are going to California. I don't know how many times I have to say it. Yes, we are going to the Monterey Scottish Games and Celtic Festival. And just this past week, actually, they were putting out a bit of announcements and stuff about what's happening there. They have various different performances throughout the weekend of various Cayley events. But also, they have a kitchen piping competition that we've been talking about specifically here on the Big Rab Show. And that, we're going over there to cover that. We do hope to actually live stream the competition uh, from the kitchen piping event, which is a freestyle competition with 10 top international competitors with a thousand dollars as a top prize which yeah again i would ask you go along to the monterey celtic festival website full details on the competition are all up there now and uh, this is all on top of you know the pipe band competition which is happening on the saturday as well i have to stress so there's so much great music on offer here and competitive piping and drumming and drum majoring there's dancing, there's all sorts of stuff at this, and it's just going to be a crazy event that we're so excited to get to. Uh, so go along, montereycelticfest.com and check out all the details on the kitchen piping, uh, all your you know your Cayley events and stuff, all your live music. Just, there's a lot to unpack here. And of course, ourselves, and the Big Rab Show team will be there. There will be myself, of course, I will be there, and Deej McIntosh, our Scotland correspondent, and of course now, Our British champion, (laughs) James Kennedy, will be there too. Uh, So, yeah, looking forward to that. Uh, The Monterey Highland Games, the Scottish Games and Celtic Association, to give them the full title. It's MontereyCelticFest.com for all your details. And, uh, yeah, we are going to California. So, those of you out there, yeah, who want to possibly meet us in the States, there you are. There's your chance. Why not? Head along to the Monterey Scottish Games, and we'll see you there for a pint. Indeed. Okay, I have to give a particular mention to Kloss Kelt Pipe Band, who this past weekend uh, obviously were in action at the major championship in the British, but then straight afterwards, as soon as they landed home, pretty much, uh, yeah, were involved at the Miss Northern Ireland final. Yeah, they were supporting, of course, their bagpiper as part of their ranks, who was actually in the final. So their bagpiper, Beth Preston, of course, made it all the way through to the final of Miss Northern Ireland. And Beth, of course, as part of the talent portion of the competition... Through a set of pipes under her arm and started playing some blistering hornpipes. And it was just awesome to see. Uh, so yeah, shout out to Beth who made it through to the final. Well done, uh, first of all. And again, shout out to Klaus Kelt Pipe Band who were on the night of the final. Yeah, part of the entertainment, I suppose. The band hit the stage along with uh, drum majors, of course, Louise Smighton. So yeah, shout out to everyone involved in that as performing at the Miss Northern Ireland final gala which was held in the europa hotel in belfast so well done to everyone there claus cal i dare say he's had a a pretty decent time (laughs) i think that's a that's an understatement i think he's had a ball so yeah well done everyone involved there and of course to beth as well for making the final there miss n i for sure all right Moving on, next little bit of piping news. I have to give a mention this week to something that's happening in WUSPABA. The Western United States Pipe Band Association put out an announcement not too long ago as talking about the YEC online competition. This was the, well, it's kind of the Youth Education Council, which is part of WUSPABA. So that's kind of complicated, but hope you followed me. Uh, The YEC, which is the Youth Education Council, under the western united states pipe band association are throwing an online competition Uh, so all ages are welcome you don't have to be a particularly youthful person you can be an old fuddy-duddy like me Uh, so yeah you can enter for for a full information of course is available on the wisp social media and on their website as well and they're asking you to register today Registration closes for this event on June 13th and video submissions have to be with them by June 18th, five days later. So there you are. Just wanted to give it a bit of a plug. If you are interested in competing in an online competition, then go and check that out. Thanks to the Wasp About YEC. Yeah, there you are. Looking forward to that. Alrighty, well, if you are on the lookout for some brand new music and uh, you can't wait until yeah you know, Kyle's new album comes out on the 1st of July... Well then, why not give Scott Garden bagpiping a bit of a look on social media? Scott Garden has been thumping out the tunes over there on social media, on his Facebook page particularly. And uh, one particular tune really did grab my attention, actually. Uh, It's a retreat march called Farewell to Bill Grant. Now, it's an original composition and was named named by pipe major Robert Grant. So, hey there you go uh, go and check it out all right i just wanted to give a shameless plug because that's what i do uh but check out scott garden piping on social media and again he's been playing a lot of really fantastic tunes and that was one that really did grab my attention there that farewell to bill grant quite a cool tune so go and check that out indeed all righty i have to say that i have to give a mention to kyle Howe. kyle High. Now, we love giving Kyle a bit of a plug here on the show, and if you haven't checked out his YouTube channel yet, then you're doing yourself a disservice. But in recent days, Kyle High. Put it out on his YouTube channel, his uh, rendition of Du Ragnar. Now, you might recognize that title, and that is the tune that was composed by Stuart Little, of course, in celebration of the Queen's Jubilee. Now, uh, the reason I'm giving Kyle a particular mention is because Kyle has played Du Ragnar, of course, the 68 tune that was composed as part of the celebrations, but he also, he also plays along with some Absolutely beautiful harmonies. Now, this is the first time I've heard it with harmonies. Normally, uh, whenever I'm used to hearing the tune, it's that video that Stuart had recorded himself. Or it was the video recording that was uploaded by the Piping Centre. And it's one piper, solitary, playing on their own. But Kyle Howe took it a little stage further. Now, I'm not sure where the harmony lines came from. Whether Kyle composed those himself. Or whether they were composed by Stuart Little himself. I'm just not sure, but go along and check it out on Kyle Howie's YouTube channel. Definitely worth a watch, but thoroughly, thoroughly entertaining. So shout out to Kyle. Quite an awesome video. Quite an awesome tune, too, indeed. Alrighty, so I know, shameless plugs, but a pile of news in there. And uh, hopefully, that's a lot for you to get your teeth into this week, and hopefully we've managed to capture everything. But no doubt we've probably missed something. But, uh, yeah, if we have, and we should have caught it, then please do email us in. BigRabShow at gmail.com is our email address. Definitely drop us in a message if there's anything that we've missed that is glaringly obvious. Alrighty. Well, folks, you've guessed it. It's time for me to go and get myself a big cup of tea and talk about... Yeah, it's time for Topic of the Week. McClellan Bagpipes by North Carolina artisan bagpipe maker Roddy McClellan from Houston, Scotland. They don't strive to be the biggest, fastest or the cheapest. They do, however, meticulously craft a small number of warm and stable sounding instruments of heirloom quality. Roddy has followed this philosophy for over 30 years and continues to evolve with innovations like the Elevation Chanter. Designed with North American bands in mind, providing a lower pitch, rich harmonics and strong, clear projection, Elevation Chanters provide a stable platform for a thick band sound. Check out BespokeBagpipes.com for more information. McLaren Bagpipes, born in Scotland, made in the USA. The British Drum Company is driven by their passion to create the finest marching drums for those who recognise and value the highest of standards. The Axial Series is the British Drum Company's flagship pipe band range. Axial's distinctive aesthetic owes much to its X-Frame cage system. This futuristic hardware is designed to complement all of the amazing shell finishes on offer, such as the Phantom, Smoked Walnuts, and the very popular Merlin finishes, of which there are three new additions for 2022, Platinum, Violet, an emerald. The bass and tenors now come with Georgian oak hoops which feature their head stress management system and wide mass claws for all round better tension across the heads. The British Drum Company's Axial Series is innovation defined. Designed and engineered for you to look amazing, sound amazing and feel amazing. Wallace Bagpipes Quality, pride and passion, made in Scotland. Proud bagpipe supplier to the Red Hot Chili Pipers. Visit wallacebagpipes.com for more information or contact your nearest dealer. Ah, yes, it's time for Topic of the Week. And um, that cup of tea went down an absolute storm. Bite. Now, I have to say, we're going to unpack a little bit more of what we were talking about initially with Rabshow TV and everything. and um, The venue. The venue itself seemed to be nothing but a roaring success for everyone involved. Um, pretty much everyone was dead happy with the venue. I have yet to hear any bad reports about it. However, conditions on the day, like I've already mentioned, were pretty squally, a bit rubbish, I suppose. A bit damp and very windy at times, and just pretty horrible. Although it did kind of brighten up a little bit for Grade 1, but then it came back again with the vengeance. So... ...quite a mixed day weather-wise, and that made for quite an interesting competition uh, on a lot of fronts. You know, a lot of bands were having to cope with the conditions, and some weren't. Uh, So I guess it did make for a bit of a mixed bag of a competition. But I have to say, looking at all the performance clips and stuff that we've managed to see online... um, Yeah, I dare say that standards have not fallen at all. Now, full disclosure, I've been in contact with quite a number of people who were there at the event themselves. And they've told me that they were very impressed with the standard across the grades. All the way from Novice Juvenile B up to Grade 1. Yeah, they were definitely impressed with the bands that hit the grass. There was no one here in this competition that could stand out as a glaring bad performance. There was no real glaring bad performances here so do take courage from that anyone who competed at the british championships the past weekend yeah you guys all deserve a medal i think definitely a big pat on the back for everyone on the grass there uh so yeah, quite a difficult day conditions-wise. The venue, though, was great. Everyone seemed to enjoy it. Uh, there was plenty of food vendors and stuff. And, you know, amenities, I suppose, for f- families and all that. There was plenty around. It was a major championship that seemed to be incredibly well-ran. Uh, so, well done to everyone there at RSPBA. And the local council and everything there at Greenock. That definitely seemed to put on quite a great event. So, well done to all involved. Now, you're going to want to get into... The results, of course. Now, I didn't mention them earlier, uh, but yes, let's get into the results. There's a lot to unpack here, folks, and some points of interest that I'm only just going to point you in the direction of. And then I'm going to ask you to draw your own conclusions. Yes, you know us on The Big Rab Show. We always like to give... Our own little thoughts on things, but essentially, you guys out there are probably better experts than us. And, uh, yeah, you can draw your own conclusions, whether it's stuff that Rab got wrong or not. Indeed. Let's kick off with the drum majors then, shall we? Yes, we had our junior drum major competition, but there was only two junior drum majors involved. And, uh, yeah, finishing in first place was Carries Graham from Glasgow Sky. And in second then was Georgia Turkington from the Matt Boyd Memorial. Yeah. Not bad. So well done to Carries and to Georgia, of course. Well done. Not, not bad at all. So only two in there for the juniors. So very small grade. Uh, but then moving up then to the juvenile drum majors. Congratulations has to go to Lewis Anderson. Lewis Anderson! Yeah, from New Rossen District. Congratulations. Yeah, and a quite convincing first place there. Indeed. And then second place was Kathy Hunter from Manor Cunningham. Go on the manor! And he give the manor a shout. And then in third place was Louise Smyton from Clos Kelt. Go on, Louise, you legend. Yeah. <laughs> then we have Grace Thompson from Inn and District. Go on, Grace. So I'm giving everyone a cheer here. Uh, <laughs> in fifth place was Beth Turner from Uttingston Strathclyde. And in sixth place was Becky Cox from Trun Blackrock Pipe Band. Not bad. So that was your uh, juvenile drum major final result. So well done to Lewis Anderson there from New Ross picking up the British title. Not bad. Not bad. All right, then. On to our adult drum majors. Now, we had two heats. Uh, of uh, competing to get through to an eventual final. In the final, we had, well, yeah, we had our final finishers of six. So, lifting that British title at the adult drum majors at the British Championships was, well, in case you've already, you probably already know at this stage, it's James Kennedy from Klaus Kelt. Go on, James, you legend. Now, the reason I'm particularly excited to see James lift the title is because James Kennedy is part of the Big Rab Show team. He helps us put this show together. <laughs> so James was over there competing as a drum major as well as a snare drummer with Klaus Keltpike Band, so he quite a busy day. Uh, but congratulations, James, lifting the British Championship there as an adult drum major. I think by all accounts, James was pretty chuffed with the win uh whenever we contacted james congratulating him on his title win um we didn't get any messages back at all until the following day and i asked james well how was the headache met you know much of a hangover and he said pretty much he was too knackered uh, to hit the beer unfortunately after his win he couldn't celebrate because he was just exhausted uh so hi james we hope that it's the win has managed to sink in and you've managed to have a beer or two to celebrate indeed so well done james in second place, then, we had Emma Barr from the Field Marshal uh, for Adult Drum Majors. Well done to Emma. And we all, in third place, then, we had Cara Gilmer from Police Scotland and Federation Pipe Band. Now, I don't know, for those of you who follow drum majoring, uh, this could be Stuff That Rab Got Wrong. But I believe uh, Cara Gilmer used to be with a different pipe band. She's now moved across. Um, was she part of the Glasgow Fire Service or something like that? I think. I don't know. This could be Stuff That Rab Got Wrong. But yeah, I think Cara is now yeah, competing this season with a new pipe band uh, being Police Scotland and Federation. So well done, Cara, in third spot there. In fourth place then, we had Catherine McKeown. Go on, Catherine! Yeah, from Battle Hill. Fantastic result there. In fifth place then, we had Jason Price, of course, from Ravara Pipe Band. Well done, Jason. And then in sixth place then, we had Lauren Hanna from Loman and Clyde. Go on, Clyde! Yeah! Indeed. So that was our top six. And that was our six finalists there for the adult drum majors. Not bad at all. You know, whenever you consider the amount of drum majors that were entered for the competition to begin with. Yeah, there was quite a lot there. So make it through to the final. That's as good as a win. uh, But also to lift the top spot there. Definitely, yeah, a tough tough thing to achieve. So well done to James Kennedy lifting that top spot. There you are. All righty. Moving on to our bands then. Starting off with the Inverclyde. Novice Juvenile B. Now, there was a lot of bands in here that we were looking forward to hearing for the first time. There's a lot of new bands in here. and yeah, Lifting up the top spot then was the High School of Dundee. Yes, quite convincingly too. uh, With two firsts in piping, a second in drumming and a first in ensemble. So, not bad. Lifting the drumming then was our second place uh, pipe band, which was Edinburgh Academy. Yeah, so that's another band I don't think I've heard of yet, so Edinburgh Academy, I'm going to have to try and find your performance, I haven't heard it yet, so I'm going to have to listen to that, indeed. In third spot then was St. Columbus School of uh, Camalcom, that could be stuff that Rab got wrong, but there you go, lifting up the third spot, Uh, and they did that with a second and third and piping and a seventh and drumming. But still managing to pick up the third spot. There you are. Not bad. In fourth place then was North Lanarkshire Schools. Well done to North Lanarkshire. And I think uh, going by their social media and everything. They were more than chuffed with that result. So well done to everyone there. In fifth place was uh, Bruntisland or Brunt Island and District. Yeah, that's stuff that I always pronounce wrong. And they came in fifth. However, they finished second in Ensemble. Yeah, so that was quite an interesting result there. And bringing up the sixth spot then was Dollar Academy. Well done to Dollar. Uh, So they finished in sixth. However, they had a tenth and eighth in piping. So again, that shows you just how important that drumming result was there for Dollar. Because they finished third in drumming. And that pulled them into the top six position there. So well done to Dollar Academy. I have to say to everyone there in that Novice Juvenile B grade... Again, I've been hearing nothing but great reports about the standard of music that's been played there. I have to give a particular mention to the Isle of Arran Music School Pipe Band. I believe this was their first outing in that grade as well. So well done, everyone there. And uh, I think they finished 14th overall out of a grade of 16. So not bad at all for the first run out, guys. Well done. And so to everyone there in that Novice Juvenile B grade, if your band hit that circle at all... That, honestly, is as good as a win right there. So, well done to everyone. And, of course, to our British champions there in that grade, the High School of Dundee. Well done, everyone. All right. Moving on, then, to Novice Juvenile A, which was a little bit of a smaller grade, with only four in the grade. Coming out on top, of course, were British champions, Dollar Academy. Yes, and quite convincingly so, again, with uh, two firsts in piping, a first in ensemble, but a third in drumming. Uh, so yeah, down the pack and order in the drumming, but still lifting that top spot then altogether. And again, we're seeing a bit of a trend here. But our second place finisher lifted the drumming title, and that went to George Harriet Schools. They placed second, yeah, and lifted that drumming title, of course. On am our third place then was George Watson's College, and yeah, awesome to see George Watson's back out on the grass again, yeah, and playing some real good tunes too, I did see the performance, very, very good, uh, so they finished second in drumming, third in ensemble, but yeah, third overall, indeed. Alright, and then in their fourth spot, then, the final band in the grade was West Lothian Schools, finishing fourth overall. Not bad at all. So there you are. Congratulations to our British champions, Dollar Academy, and Novice Juvenile A. Fantastic stuff. righty. moving on to grade 4B. Now, this was quite a big grade on the day. However, we did have a couple of bands drop out. Uh, we didn't see Grampian District Pipes and Drums, and we didn't see Dunoon Argyle. Apparently both bands had dropped out of competition that day and didn't compete, so that's disappointing. So I think we had 13 bands in total when we were expecting 15, so there you are. One of those things, but hey, whatever the reasons for having to pull out, we do hope that you guys will be back in competition very soon. And we will see you back in that circle again, yeah. Alright, going through the results then for Grade 4B. Lifting the top spot was Kilbarton. Yeah, Kilbarchan. Now that could be probably mispronunciation of that name. And I dare say I'll be getting some angry emails about it. Rab, you butchered our name, you idiot. But this is, this is me. I'm, I famously pronounce names of bands wrong all the time. But there you are. <laughs> I apologise if I did pronounce your name wrong. But British champions nonetheless for uh, Kilbarchan pipe band uh lifted them drumming as well as well as finishing first in ensemble yeah pulled them into that top spot so they had a, a first in piping first in drumming first in ensemble and they had a second in piping yeah so a little bit of a chink in the armor there but not enough uh to knock them out of that top spot so well done folks there lifting that yeah lifting the british championship They've done it quite convincingly In second place then we had 1st Troon Boys Brigade. Now I'm hearing a lot of reports actually about 1st Troon Boys Brigade. And how a lot of people on the day were pretty well impressed actually. So... Yeah, and another band that a lot of folk were really uh, impressed with as well was Old Meldrum, RBL. Yeah, so really glad to see them back on the grass again. And they finished up in third spot, indeed, behind uh, the first Trin Boys Brigade. So two bands there that seemed to impress a lot of folk on the ground. And I'm hearing some very positive reports coming from those two bands. So well done there, definitely. Yeah, well done. In fourth spot then we had the City of Discovery pipe band. Now they actually placed quite high in the piping end, uh, but unfortunately their drumming didn't really help them. They finished in ninth in drumming. However, their piping had a first and second in piping. Uh, so their drumming seemed to kind of hurt them a little bit here. They had a ninth uh, place in drumming and an eighth in ensemble, which pulled them down into fourth position there. But still in the prizes, nonetheless in the top five. So definitely a lot of yeah, a lot of promising signs there from City of Discovery. So looking forward to seeing that band climb up through the ranks, you know, and possibly lifting a title in the near future. Yeah. In 5th place then we had Trin Blackrock Pipe Band, and damn, not a bad result at all finishing in 5th place there with a 2nd in Drummond as well. It's quite a notable result for them too so well done Trin Blackrock. And in 6th place then we had Stockbridge. Now it's been a while since we've heard from Stockbridge of course. Um, so again equally awesome to see them back on the grass there. And again I know I've said it before but to any band who's hit the grass in this grade... Honestly, well done. That is as good as a win right there. And I have heard that the standard in Grade 4B has been pretty high. Um, So, yeah, well done to everyone there, including our British champion, Kilbarchan. Hopefully I've pronounced your name right. And probably I'll get a dose of angry emails saying, Rab, you've butchered her name, you idiot. Well, apologies if I have. There you are. All right, moving on to Grade 4A. Now, this is arguably, yeah... I'm not going to say that it, it's one of the most competitive, but it's definitely a very competitive grade on the day. Now, unfortunately, again, we were expecting to see, well, a whole dose of bands in here. But on the day, we only managed to see 12 because there was a few bands who dropped out. Coulter and District didn't appear. We had uh, Penyuk and District didn't appear. Uh, we had uh, Royal High didn't appear as well. And the RAF Central Scotland Pipes and Drums didn't make an appearance either. Quite a number of bands dropping out there, four in total. But we did manage to see twelve bands hit the circle in Grade Four A, and lifting the top spot as British champions twenty twenty two and Four A, Lower Clyde Pipes and Drums. Yeah, go on the Clyde. Not bad. And hey, if anything, Lower Clyde Pipes and Drums did so quite convincingly. They have ones right across the board with a first first and piping first and drumming first and ensemble so yeah quite a convincing win there for lower clyde well done to everyone and i have heard the performance myself of course listening to recordings online and yeah a stellar performance there from lower clyde well done to everyone involved in second place, however, hotting their heels was the Vale of Athol, Grade 4A, Bike Band. There you are. Not bad. Well done, the Mighty Vale. Coming in seconds. And third place was Camelon and District. Yeah, not bad at all. Now, this was a little bit of a head scratcher, if I'm honest. All right. So anyone from Camelon and District, I'm sure you know what I'm going to be talking about here. You guys managed to finish in third place here. You had a second in drumming. You had a second in ensemble. But then looking at the piping result. Really made me look twice and go. What? What What's going on here? Camelon and District had a tenth in piping. And a ninth in piping. So both piping judges had them marked down quite a lot. But still. With the drumming result and the ensemble result. ...managed to pull them up, yeah, into third place. So, the two piping judges didn't like what they heard... ...but the drumming and the ensemble judge loved it. So, hmm, that's a head scratcher right there. But, hey, either way, <laughs> it's great to see them in that third position there. So, well done to Camelon and District. And I... I, I I'll be honest, I haven't heard the performance yet, so I'm going to have to go and check that one out. I haven't seen any videos of it actually online, so I will have to have a listen to that, just to see what what were the piping judges listening to that the ensemble and drumming judge didn't hear. That's going to be interesting. On in the fourth place then on ensemble preference uh, was Kintyre Schools in Grade Four A. That's not bad at all. Well done to Kintyre Schools. In fifth place then was Bally Bully from Northern Iron. Go on. Not bad at all. Yeah, they had a 4th fourth, fourth in piping, 6th in drumming and a 10th in ensemble. Ouch. So the ensemble really, yeah, not doing them any favours there in Bally Bully, But however, still managing to hit that top 5 spot. So yeah, well deserved. So well done Bally Bully. And in 6th place in uh, ensemble preference was Uddingston Strathclyde. There you are. Not bad at all. So again... Looking at the results and stuff for grade 4A, I did say at the start of this week's topic of the week to draw your own conclusions. Go and have a look at that. Especially that result there that we've seen for Camelon and District. That was one that really stood out to me as being quite unusual. Uh, We had a 10th and 9th in piping and then a 2nd second, you know, drumming an ensemble. It's just odd, you know. Hmm. I don't know. I guess... Because I'm not there with the clipboard, I don't know what they heard. You know, (laughs) that's just it. This is me being an armchair judge. So, hi. You know, I am not a judge. And I, yeah, should not criticize the results as they stand. But uh, clearly something was happening there. I just don't know what was going on. But anyway, moving on, moving on. Into our juvenile grid, of course. With three bands in the grid on the day. And lifting the top spot then, our juvenile British champions, Dollar Academy. Yes, Dollar Academy, and with quite a convincing win, by the way, as well. So well done, Dollar, uh, with a first first in piping, first in and first in ensemble. So one's right across the board. And then in second place, with seconds all across the board, was George Watson's. Yeah, George Watsons College in second spot. And in third place, then, we had Preston Lodge High School with threes right across the board. Uh, apart from, you know, oh, well, I got this wrong. Yeah, they got a second in ensemble. And George Watsons had a, a third ensemble. So, yeah, let's stuff. That got drunk. There you go. But our British champion in that grade, then, Dollar Academy with ones right across. So, well done to Dollar Academy. Stellar performance there. All right. Moving on to Grade 3B. Now, uh, this was quite a big grade actually, with 13 bands on the day, and yeah, arguably quite competitive. But of course, our British champion 2022 was the Major Sinkler Memorial. Go on, the Sinkler, you. Yes, making the journey from sunny Northern Ireland over there to a windswept. And for Clyde. Well done to the Major Sinkler. I think by all accounts, uh, they played a real good run and it just seemed to hit form at just the right time uh, for Major Sinkler. So well done, guys. Uh, brought a great performance to the circle. Well deserved. Looking at the results here, uh, broken down, they had a first first in piping. Not bad. A fifth in drumming, however, and a fifth in ensemble. So they're drumming an ensemble grade. You know, the result. Down a little bit, uh, but their piping result was enough there to pip them into the top spot. So, with a first first, well done to the Sinkler. In second place, then we had Macanta. Pipe band. Now, I don't know, I don't think I've ever heard of this band before, but again, this could be stuff that Rab got wrong. Maybe I have. Uh, but yeah, placing in second was the Macanta Pipe Band. Well done. In third place then was Glenn Rotheson District. Yeah, well done. And in fourth place then on Ensemble Preference was Ocaran. Yeah. Now, Ocaran finishing in fourth place, and again, I have to say, this is again. You know, I'm poking holes in this, but it does make for some interesting reading. Whenever you break down how the results and the placings all went... Aukaran's position there in 4th was another head-scratcher. They had a 10th in piping, 11th in piping, but then a 1st in drumming. They lifted the drumming title, and they came 1st in ensemble. So they were 4th place in ensemble preference. So a 1-1 for ensemble and drumming, but a 10-11 and for piping... I I don't know. Maybe this I don't. Is this stuff? Am I am I going mad? <laughs> I just don't know. I I guess again I'm going to have to throw myself under the bus here. I wasn't in that circle with the clipboard. I don't know what these folks heard. So maybe they heard something that they didn't like, and it deserved the tenth and eleventh spot. But clearly the drumming judge loved it, and the ensemble judge loved it too, putting them in top position. So. Quite a confusing result there for Ocaran in 4th spot, but yeah, so it's still in the top 5, so well done guys. Uh, So I'm going to have to go back and listen to that performance myself, yeah, and I'll draw my own conclusions. Hmm. In 5th place then, behind Ocaran was Tweedvale, not bad at all, and in 6th place then was Ebrador, Pitlockery and Blair Athol pipe band, which is still quite a long name for a pipe band. There you are. (laughs) But finishing in 6th position there. Uh, So yeah, again, Grade 3B, quite a mixed bag of positionings and stuff. Whenever it comes to, uh, you know, where bands were placed, you know, breaking it down by the piping, piping ensemble and drumming, looking at Ebrador, Pitlocker and Blair Athol was another one that was a little strange because they had a 12th in piping, which was one from bottom, and they had a 9th in piping, so well down in the piping results. However, Drummond Judge had them second. And the ensemble judge had them second. So, I just don't know what's happening there. So, again, I am not criticising the judges here by any means at all. Please don't get it wrong. Uh, Again, what I'm saying here is I wasn't in the circle. I didn't hear what the judges heard. Uh, So, it just doesn't... Yeah, it doesn't make sense whenever everyone's reading these results just completely dry and not having heard the performances, I guess. So, yeah... That's one of the things that I would stress is that judges have a unique position um, where we're sitting outside the barriers and we're doing our best to catch notes on the air. But judges are up close and personal and they can hear a lot more detail in the performance than we can as spectators. So that's one thing I would stress. Whenever looking at these results, perhaps they're possibly spot on. You know what I mean? So there is that argument. We are not there with the clipboards. You can draw your own conclusion. They are. Moving on to Grade 3A then, moving swiftly on I should say, our British champion in Grade 3A was the Mighty Veil. Vale. Yo! Yeah! Go on, the Vale of Athol. Wow, what a start to the season, eh? Lifting the first major, not bad. Well done to everyone there at Vale of Athol. Now I'm very aware of just the amount of work that's went on behind the scenes there at Vale of Athol pipe band, so full credit folks, well done. With a first first in piping, seventh in drumming, and a third in ensemble was enough to pip them at the top spot. So well done to the Mighty Vale. There you are. I'm calling them the Mighty Vale. (laughs) That's your new nickname. The Mighty Vale. All right. In second place, then, in grade 3A was Johnstone. Again, with another strong performance. If anything, it got them a first place in ensemble. The ensemble judge really liked what he heard there. So, yeah. There you are, and shout out to Johnstone. In third place then was Colburn, IOR, and they managed to lift the drumming title as well. So there you are, British drumming champions, Colburn, IOR, in third spot. In fourth spot then was the City of Newcastle Pipe Band. Now, this was a band I was really keen to hear, actually. They've been quite active on their social media over the last few months as they've been preparing for this incoming season. So it's great to see them in the prizes. So well done to everyone there at the City of Newcastle. Uh, such a great performance. Yeah, well done. In 5th place, then, was Stockbridge. Not bad at all. And in 6th position, then, was the Highlanders, 4 Scots, indeed. And the Highlanders really impressed the piping judges, actually, uh, with a second second in piping. So, well done to the Highlanders, 4 Scots there. Well done. Alrighty, so, again, there was 12 in that grade, and grade 3A. And moving on to grade 2, which I argue was the most competitive grade on the day. I dare say a lot of you listening to the pod right now will be shaking your head going, no, nah, it wasn't Rob." But I honestly think it was. That's my opinion. All right. (laughs) I do think grade two was such a tight grade on the day at the British Championships. It was kind of ridiculous. So the judges had an incredibly hard job to get bands separated and actually choose who wins, who finishes second, third, fourth. So, yeah, well done to the judges in this grade. Not an easy task. So, 14 bands in total in the grade. There was one band who did withdraw, however, and that was Buxburn and District, which is unfortunate because I was looking forward to hearing the mighty Buxburn. Uh, so, hopefully, we'll see Bucksburn back on the grass very soon at a future competition, for sure. So, there you are. All right. So, lifting the top spot as British champion in grade two was Buck Peterson, Pipe Band. Wow by the way. If anyone heard the performance from Buck and Peterson, blow your socks off. It was absolutely brilliant. So well done absolutely deserved british championships winners 2022 uh, so go do yourself a favor go and have a listen to Buckin and peterson and their run from the british uh, we have all the videos of course up there now on the rab show social media it's definitely worth a listen they had a first first in piping first in ensemble however they finished third in drumming but that didn't hurt their chances and they lifted the top spot after all so there you are well done to bucking Not bad. In second place then, we had the Royal Borough of Annan, and they managed to lift the drumming title as well. So they had a second second in piping, first in drumming, fourth in ensemble, but second place overall. So well done to the Royal Borough of Annan. In third place then, in grade two, we had the mighty Rivara, Rivera, which was brilliant to see. Yeah, <laughs> making that journey from Nornarn to head over there, and yeah, managing to hit into the prizes. So not bad. Uh, fifth, fourth in piping, fourth in drumming, and a second in ensemble, which seemed to pull them up. Uh, yeah, heading that third spot there in 4th place then we had Uddingston Pipe Band and I was really excited to see Uddingston, we've been hearing a lot of very promising reports uh, from behind the scenes about how hard the band have been working of course over lockdowns and all the rest and it's great to see them on the grass and yeah, putting on quite an awesome performance so well done to everyone there at Uddingston and 4th place uh, was achieved on ensemble preference, not bad ok and 5th place then went to the Mighty Manor who on the man- manor cunning in there lifting fifth place and finishing second in Drummond, uh, which is not a bad result at all for the manor now having heard the manor in person myself at banger i do know that the band has definitely improved from previous seasons all the way back in 2019 the band has definitely seen a huge transformation and uh yeah putting on a very strong performance in banger and here we are we're seeing them now uh yeah getting into the prizes at a major so not bad result for the manor indeed in sixth spot then was portlethan and district again a pretty strong performance from portlethan and uh, great results good to see you all in the prizes there folks well done Alright, I have to give a mention actually to a band that I was really quite excited to see this season was the City of Edinburgh Pipe Band, who put on again quite a stellar performance I would argue. They did finish in 10th spot overall out of a possible 14, but uh, the music selection and everything they played there at City of Edinburgh was very entertaining and I really enjoyed it. And also shout out to Mackenzie Caledonia Pipe Band as well, I really enjoyed their performance as well so uh, yeah just some real interesting music being played there so yeah if you can please don't just watch your top six and all the rest and check those out but also check out the rest of the bands in the grade because yeah like i said that grade two competition at the british championships was possibly one of the most competitive grades on the day and again i know i'm going to get criticism for that rob what are you talking about sure it was grade one grade four a whatever yeah But I would argue Grade 2 was possibly the most competitive on the day, and it's only going to ramp up as the season goes on as well. Yeah, so there you are. Quite an interesting competition there in Grade 2 for the British, and uh, well done to our champions, Buck and Peters, and well deserved. All right, Grade 1, the big one, the one that everyone was absolutely glued to. Uh, As soon as all the videos started coming out from performances, everyone was watching them like crazy. And, uh, yeah, we're not even get into the lack of live streaming and all of that. We've already done all of that. We've done that. We've done that. But, yes, British Champions 2022 in and District. <laughs> not bad at all. And for those of you who have seen the drone Corps videos and all of that, then, yes, you've already heard the performance. And, uh, yeah, quite a stellar run from Inverary. And, uh, now, I have to stress that... Um, They got a second second in piping, uh, but in drumming first, obviously. They lifted the British title in drumming and a first in ensemble as well. So they got a 2-2-1-1. There you are. And lifted in the top spot. So well done to everyone there at Inverary. And uh, yeah, a lot of people commenting on the day. It's as if every band in grade one did not miss a day. ...over the pandemic. Uh, Standard was ridiculously high all round. And there's been various different commentaries online as well about all the band's performances in the grade. And uh, that's pretty much the overwhelming feeling, is that all the bands in Grade 1, Standard just has not dipped at all. If anything, it's possibly improved, because all people seemed to do over the pandemic was practice. (laughs) Uh, so, the mighty Inverary, following on from form from 2019, of course. Yes, they're continuing their winning ways. After winning that world title was the last time we've seen them in competing ways. Well, they're still winning, apparently. There you are. So, British champions, Inverarian district. Well done, everyone there. And in second spot, then, was the machine, as they're affectionately known as here in the Rab Show. Yeah, the Field Marshal Montgomery, lifting the second spot. Who, I have to say were blowing an incredible sound oh my god were they good Sound? <laughs> they were simply amazing they had that signature thick field Marshal montgomery tone that's just indescribable for those of you who listening to the pod of course and you've managed to see field Marshal montgomery in person it's an intangible thing that recordings just can't capture and i i I don't know if I can describe it well enough on a podcast, but the word I would use is thick tone. Does that make sense? Possibly not. But it's a signature of Field Marshal Montgomery that they have this Field Marshal Montgomery tone, and they certainly still have it. That's for sure. They have it in spades, and definitely the piping judges seem to enjoy it because they got a first first in piping. However, in drumming, they finished fifth and drumming. And the third an ensemble. So their drumming and their ensemble did seem to knock them down a spot or two. So that was them in second place then to Inverary In third spot then we had St. Lawrence atul. Yeah, not a bad performance from them either. It was of anything. It was fantastic to see St. Lawrence back on the grass again. And uh, putting on such a show. It was simply brilliant. So, yeah, if anything, picking up a second place in Ensemble overall. And uh, quite an enjoyable uh, performance there from Slot. So, if you haven't heard St. Lawrence's run, please do go and listen to it. Quite an interesting performance. I really, really enjoyed it. Especially loved the opening tune, too. So, yeah, cracking good run. Go and have a listen to it. So, shout out to everyone there at St. Lawrence. Uh, well deserved third place there. But I dare say there's plenty of fuel on the tank there. I dare say. Yeah. Moving on into fourth place then was Police Scotland Fife. Oh, I am a massive, massive Police Scotland Fife fan. And it was just brilliant to see Fife Polis back in the circle again and juking it out. Now, they've got a sixth sixth in piping. Both piping judges had them down in sixth spot. However, their drumming and their ensemble result, their third and drumming and fourth in ensemble, pulled them up. And that brought them into fourth place there. So, well done to everyone there at Fife Polis. Great performance, by the way, as always. Very enjoyable. Yeah, in 5th place then was Emmett Conway & Co. at Shots & Dykehead, Caledonia. With a little bit of a mixed bag of results here for Shots. Now, one piping judge had them 5th, whereas the other one had them 3rd. And that's a little bit of a difference. Two positions. Yeah, an interesting one. Their drumming judge, however, had them 7th overall. And uh, the ensemble judge had them in 6th position. So, I'm not so sure about that. Yeah, but then again, I thought all of the performances deserve top spot. So (laughs) there you go. I honestly really enjoyed the performance from Shots. Again, blowing a big sound and a great introduction. Oh, that yeah, the march into the circle just gave me the goosebumps. So, yeah, great to see Shots back in the circle again uh, with the fifth spot. Bringing up the 6th position then was People's Ford, Bog Hall and Bathgate. Which was brilliant to see them back in the circle again. And uh, yeah, just a stellar performance. So well done to Boggies. If you do want to get your full positions in, your full top 10. Uh, after the Boggies in 6th then we had Scottish Par who were in 7th. We then had Johnstone in 8th place of course with their new PM at the helm. So it was great to see them out and about and playing. And um, interesting choice of music too. So definitely worth a listen um, in ninth position, then on ensemble preference, we had Police Scotland and Federation Pipe Band with those brand new British Drum Co. drums. Woo! Not bad. Yeah, great performance actually. And then, yeah, in bringing up the tenth position was Klaus Kelts. Now, I have to say, Klaus Kelts were put in quite a difficult position. This was their Grade One debut at a major championship in poor conditions, and they drew first. Yeah, Klaus Kelt played first at their Grade 1 debut at a major championship. Now, I don't care who you are, that's not easy. <laughs> that is definitely not an easy spot. First place in a draw to play first in the grade is never easy. And uh yeah, especially on your Grade 1 debut. I just, yeah... Just made it added that extra little bit of difficulty. I have to say though, Klaus Kelt certainly did not disappoint themselves. I have to argue, they had quite an amazing run. And, um, yeah, if you can, do take time and go and have a listen to all of the Grade 1 performances. And again, like I said at the start of this week's topic, you can draw your own conclusions. <laughs> Indeed, there you are. So, like I said, all of these results are now up there now on the RSPBA website where you can download them and, yeah. Go through them with a fine-tooth comb, as we did here in the pod. There is some questionable ones in there that you do think to yourself, well, hmm, really? (laughs) But uh, again, I have to say, as much as we're going through the results and scratching our heads every now and again and going, hmm, what, really? Yeah, I have to stress, we are not in that circle with the clipboard and under that pressure cooker that is... ...being a competitive judge. I have to stress that that is possibly the worst job in the world... ...being in there with that responsibility of hearing a run of a pipe band once... ...and then getting it right. I have to stress that. And uh, yeah, like I said, they do have a much better vantage point... ...than any of us listening as spectators will ever have. We don't have that access. We We can't get across that barrier and have a listen ourselves plus recordings in that online are completely different from hearing the band in person especially from that vantage point that the guys with the clipboards have they have yeah they're going to get a much more nuanced and detailed uh, yeah performance than what we would as spectators standing outside so as much as we're kind of looking at the results and going hmm really yeah Sometimes we're just going to have to hold our hands up and say, hey, maybe these judges heard a lot more than what we could have possibly heard outside. So, yeah, I just wanted to put that across. We are not criticizing our judges here at all. Uh, Please don't take it like that. But we are looking at the results and scratching our heads going, hold on. Yeah, maybe the judge heard something a lot different than what we could have heard as spectators. There you are. But, like I said, throughout all of this conversation, as we're divulging through the British Championships, we do want you all to draw your own conclusions. And, uh, yeah, it's going to make for quite an interesting season this year, I believe. There's a lot of bands in there that might not have finished in the top five, or even the top six for that matter, but are showing great signs of promise. Yeah. And, uh, well, looking at grade one, they're Scottish power. They finished out of the prizes. They finished in seventh place, but... Second in drumming, you know. So they were knocking on the door there for lifting a possible drumming prize, and uh yeah, it does make for a lot of interesting reading. You can go and have a look at the results. Like I say the full master sheets are up there now, and it does. Yeah, this I've been studying these now for what seems like days and days, and I still have questions. Some of which I've already asked here on the podcast, but there's some that I haven't mentioned, and uh, we'll leave that up to yourselves to draw your own conclusions. <laughs> But uh, yeah, as much as we do this on the show and, you know, we go through the the results with a fine-tooth comb, I have to say, and I mean this, every band that hit the grass at Inverclyde for the British Championships, you're all winners. And I know that sounds dead cheesy, but it's something that I do want to relay and keep going over, the mantra of what RSPBA Northern Ireland have at the moment, rebuild, rediscover... Reconnect all of that sort of stuff. Do you know what I mean? We are rebuilding what we have here, and this is exactly what we're at. And seeing all of these bands at a major championship is a big deal, it's a huge deal, regardless whether you lift silverware or not, regardless of whether you agree with the judges or not. The fact that the event happened should be something that should be celebrated, you know. So rather than getting into all you know, oh. This band should have won and they didn't... And oh, this band was great and didn't win anything... And this band was terrible but they won everything... You know the usual kind of chat and banter... That you normally get after a competition... Rather than talking all about that... Can we just celebrate the fact that we were back together again... Competing... After two and a half years of absolute nothingness... We would have given our left arm to head out and play at a competition again... And now the competitions are back... It seems to be that some of the moaners and complainers are back. (laughs) Woo! That's all I'm going to say. But yeah, we did get some feedback here to the Big Rab Show. of People just moaning, complaining of how horrible it was. But yeah, I have to stress. The fact that competition is back at all is a huge win. And regardless whether your band finished in the top spot or in the bottom spot, it shouldn't matter. The fact that you were on that grass playing music in the first place, that's a win. That is a win right there. And I don't care what you say, (laughs) I will take it as a win to see bands back in the circle at all, is an absolute win. And I have to say full congratulations to everyone who was competing this past weekend in Inverclyde and, of course, to the RSPBA, who organised quite an awesome event. Uh, But the venue and everything, as I said at the beginning, very, very, very well liked. And, yeah, everyone seemed to have the best possible time. So there you are. We will move on. And I dare say, now that the British Championships are behind us, we're going to start looking towards the next major in the calendar. And no doubt we'll be Going through the results of those in fine, minute detail, as we do here on the pod. And if anything, it's just kind of enjoyable to be able to do it again, I suppose, to bring you a wrap-up podcast from Inverclyde. It's fun, and I've missed doing this. However, again, I have to stress, any band that hit the grass, you're a winner. There you are. All righty. So, go and check out the results, be your own armchair judge, and draw your own conclusions. And I dare say we're going to get some listener mail from this podcast this week. I can see it now. Yeah, our email address, bigrabshow at gmail.com. That address again, bigrabshow at gmail.com dot .com, get your emails into us, or oh, of course you can send us in your weekly drones, what did you think of the British Championships, and how the results all panned out, you can send them in to us of course completely anonymously, dot com forward slash weekly drone, indeed, alrighty, well folks, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast, thank you all for downloading this week, and each and every week, and don't forget to tell your mates about our wee show, that we're over here talking about piping and drumming, each and every week, without fail for 280 plus episodes at this stage man that's nuts (laughs) this is honestly nuts so um, yeah if there is something that you want talked about in the pipe and scene we've probably covered it by now we have a huge back catalogue so why not go and check it out some some quite entertaining episodes even if I do say so myself there you are so moving forward we'll be back again next week we've got quite an interesting guest joining us next week actually with kind of a cool interview looking forward to bringing that to you next week and uh, yeah the rest of the season will unfold and no doubt we will have future wrap up podcasts to do for you as more major championships open their gates and if anything that's just one of the biggest positives and I'm so happy to be able to say that on the podcast that competitive piping and drumming is back, it's so much fun, it's so good alrighty, that's me, I'm out the door and I'll see you all again on the Rab Show podcast next week, until then all the best Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much for downloading this week. And a special thank you to our sponsor, G1 Reads. Played by bands around the world, they are the champion's choice. Played by two-time world champions in Vararian District. Don't forget to check out thebigrabshow.com to be kept up to date with all the latest news and views from the piping world. And also check us out on Patreon. For five bucks a month, you can get your hands on tons of extra piping goodness and be part of the Patreon faithful. So until next week, guys, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best.